1: Minisodes, full episodes, nostalgia dumps, interviews with some of
0: today's hottest comedians. That's right, Jeremy. All of those things and more. So check us out. The Adventures of Danny and Mike on the Seltzer Kings Network. the white wine, or even the cosmopolitan, and settle in. Take it away, boys.
3: Welcome to the Bradshaw Boys, a podcast <laughs> where three guys watch Sex in the City for the first time ever, mostly. I'm Corey Cavan. I'm um, Kevin James
4: Doyle. I'm John Sieber. Well, and if you're wondering why our voices are a little deeper, (laughs) it's because we're doing our first brunch cast. The
3: brunch cast.
4: We all literally just woke up. Coming to you every Saturday from our beds. It's (laughs) not... It should be... I mean, it should be a time that is normal, but I think we're we're kind of late sleepers. Mm-hmm. We all
3: had I got, events
4: last night. We all had
3: events last night. It's 4.30 in the afternoon. True. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to bring in our guest, and we can mm-hmm. talk about this with her, too. Our guest is a Sex in the City enthusiast. She also is the author host of Lucinda Vention. I said host because it's like a website host. Yeah, she's she's the host. <laughs> she's the host. Uh, please welcome Lou w- Daggerland. Please, please yes. welcome Wix. Please welcome. <laughs> I <laughs> built a great website using <laughs> Wix.com.
4: <laughs> okay, wait, give her, give her, do it again. I, I talked over it. Okay. Okay. Lou, how do you say the last
3: name? Lou, <laughs> Lou Daggerland. Daggerland.
4: And Digger. she is the, am I saying it
5: correctly? Yeah. It's yeah, funny you that you were it.
3: like, you were like, Okay, I'm going to bring you in right now, Lou, what's your last name? Yeah.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for having me. Thank, Thank you, you for, for being working. here. So excited to be here. We well. were saying
3: it's it's funny to meet someone that you've seen on the internet for a while because mm-hmm. then I met you and I was like, hey, we've never met, but I kind of know, but I've seen a lot. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's great yeah. to like name and face and all that.
5: Same, same. Y'all are famous. So that's
3: what we were waiting
4: we were waiting for waiting, you to for say. Back. And yes. Mm. Uh, it's, and, it's now. Yes. And. yes yeah. and. <laughs> um so uh why don't we start with the Sex in the City enthusiast title? What's your favorite well, you said we're mm. we're in in the market for a good one today. Do you, have you seen the entire series? When did you first start watching?
5: I have seen the entire series. I actually have a similar um kind of origin story with sex in the city as Mm -hmm. i think it was jonathan valdez okay yeah yeah. two episodes ago yeah Yeah. he mentioned um the episode where carrie appears in fashion week yeah and Mm -hmm. i don't want to spoil it for y'all but that was the first episode that i watched as well summer of 2001 um my best friend from high school and later maid of honor in my wedding wow yeah we watched it um one night one summer before, before a dance, t- the night before, like, a dance team um, practice. Awesome. And then we also raided her father's liquor cabinet. So, <laughs> yeah. So, y'all are in for a good one with that one. So, mm-hmm. so Season you, four.
1: you were in high school mm-hmm. and you were living where?
5: Uh, I spent the most of my time growing up in um Mississippi on okay. the Gulf Coast. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So it was on HBO. We didn't, my family or my household, we didn't get that hbo channel mm-hmm. yeah um but i think i don't know she she grew up in a moneyed family yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know um
4: i feel yeah. like there's some connection and i don't know why if it's our but it's there's the south and there's big south
3: and Sex in the city mm. well i, I think connection. part of it almost goes toward yeah it If you think about shows like that, like Designing Women, you Mm -hmm. know, that show, like I feel like there's something about even though Sex and the City is about four women in the Northeast, there's something about like the camaraderie of women that is like Designing Women, Steel Magnolias, like movies like that. And so I feel like that is like a big South thing or something like that.
5: I think it also has to do with wanting to get out of the South. Oh, yeah, that's
3: probably that's very true.
5: All of my favorite um, television series are those most of them are set in Manhattan, so Will and Grace, mm-hmm. Gossip Girl, Sex and the City. Mm-hmm. Those are always on rotation. Yeah, in our apartment. Oh, interesting. Yeah.
4: What um what what's what would be your next favorite New York based TV show? Because I would say mm-hmm. Seinfeld, but Seinfeld, the it, if it's not filmed here, it's. Seinfeld,
3: when you really look at it, doesn't feel like it's here yeah. because you can tell that it's Unless not Unless really they're in the diner. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's that's I it. think only that's time. only if you look at it like under a microscope.
1: Well, if you're, do if you don't have not spent a significant time in true. New York and you're watching Seinfeld, it feels very New York. Yeah, that's true. Now that I've lived in New York for 10 years, if I go back and I watch Seinfeld, I'm like, oh, that's very not New York. Does well, that make sense? Yeah.
3: Well, that's like Jennifer Armstrong um, was saying when we had her on. That she was like, they drive all the time in Seinfeld. Yeah. She was like, if you've lived in New York, you would know that like, you don't just hop in the car and drive. down. Right. Road. I mean, some people do, but not really.
5: I would say also add to that broad city. I think it's yeah. a little bit more realistic. Oh yeah. yeah. And
3: it's shot here. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Last season. For
5: so a- what, Aaron what, car- what's Aaron
1: the, uh, t-
3: ha- go circle back
1: on Kevin's question. What is your favorite, uh, second favorite New York based TV show?
5: I would say the original Will and Grace. Okay.
4: Yeah. Ooh. Have you have That's you watched one. the current one? Yes. Is it good?
5: I like it. Um, I like the original better, but I think that has to do with the filming format.
4: Mm. Did know. they change it up?
5: Um. It it looks different. Okay. Just okay. to somebody that has the layman's perspective mm-hmm. to television, mm-hmm. it just looks different. Got but,
4: it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I. When they brought that back, because I remember the first. TV show they ever brought back at all, I think was Family Guy. Family Guy got canceled. Really? Yeah, Family yeah. Guy got canceled after two seasons, and then the DVDs sold like crazy, so mm-hmm. they brought it back. But that was that was like so unprecedented. Yeah, and now it's, it's like very common. Now it's super common. Yeah, yeah just and, go to another network. Yeah, and but I'm pretty sure that was the very 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 first one, and now it's kind of. I mean, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Arrested development's been okay, but I you know, Roseanne went over smashingly. <laughs> Dude, um, you it
1: looks like uh it, it like truly looks like we're in a morning show. You're holding your coffee <laughs> of like this. <laughs> you are You're also like, I wish we had a camera. It looks like a like a morning talk show. I'll now tell you, go hey, it's good. John and the
3: traffic cop. Dude, John, how's it
4: looking down there in Park Slope? <laughs> I will say this. My I grew up watching Regis and Kathy Lee. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> Kelly. We don't need you. No, I'm kidding. But, um, careful, but it was Regis and Kathy Lee was the thing. And I, I just always loved Regis so much. And when he, he was the first who wants to be a millionaire. And it was like, Uh Regis was the man. And, uh, I have a, a client that, um, I teach their kid and, we went up to this elevator and I forgot what floor they were on so I didn't press it so the elevator just kept on going up and I was like I'll just go up to the top and then I'll go back to the bottom and find out yeah. ask the doorman what they were and it just goes <laughs> goes up to the very very top floor and it opens right into an apartment and Regis was so he's like uh uh-uh. uh who are you and i was like i i I forgot what floor i was going to he's like well let's go back down and we'll figure it out i imagine if you met
1: (laughs) regis he would come at you with like a really loud who are you and then you'd go louder with I don't know. And he'd come louder with like, what are you doing here? And it would just like keep escalating until a black hole formed. And yeah. you just both got sucked into the middle of
4: it. It's totally, it, it was like the energy of just <laughs> that you would expect from him of like, it sounds like he's yelling at you, but it's really like, we're going to figure this out together, kid. <laughs> <laughs> and then we just went down as he like looked through his mail and I wanted so bad. It totally wouldn't happen, but it was when we were doing... Corey Nine's little comedy show. Oh yeah! In the uh, in the East Village, and I was like, I should just do it. Just be like, man, will you come tell a story? Like, it probably would have been like, what What are you doing? Yeah, like, why'd you come up to my apartment? It was not appropriate, so I didn't. But uh, but yeah, that was that's and that's my influence in the morning television. <laughs> Uh, okay. Okay.
1: I, I wanna hear about words. I wanna hear about loose intervention. Your yeah. the your blog that you uh that you run.
5: Sure. Um about a year and a half ago, I actually had a dream. Um I dreamt that I was a tall consultant for <laughs> J. Crew, which at the time was one of my favorite brands. Okay. And um those who are listening to this, I'm very tall. Yeah. I'm six foot two. Yeah. It's always been a like it didn't start being a thing until I got to high school and I realized that, whoa, this is, I look different. Mm. Um, and I eventually was able to figure out all of the tall shopping hacks and, um, you know, one night I, or one morning, I think it was a Sunday, I woke up from a dream and I was consulting with J. Crew, and that seems like a really, really cool career to have. Yeah. And I was like, okay, well, how would I get there? And I was like, well, probably a blog would be a good place to start yeah. to be a tall resource or a resource for tall shopping. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, So it started with that, and then it kind of expanded to some other interests I have, one being um, historic preservation. Awesome. I got my first master's degree from the University of Maryland in historic preservation, and though I don't work in it, um, I tend to feature um, historic hotels on Mm -hmm. the blog, and also I'll break down – kind of architectural features of different buildings. I'll take a picture of a building and break it down on my Instagram. That
4: is so cool. Yeah. That's great. Any, yeah. Anytime there's an actual smart person on here, I always get uncomfortable. I, yeah,
3: I started, cl- my my uh, palms when, got sweaty. When you, uh, said, when you said first <laughs> master's degree, I yes. was like, I was like, I was one class away from double majoring. <laughs> that's as much as I, can.
4: I I'm in 201 improv. <laughs> um that's that's awesome. So are you going to be visiting any historic hotels while you're here in New York? No. Well, can I recommend one? <laughs> yeah. The Roosevelt Hotel. Okay. Was uh it's kind of under the radar because there's not that many people there and I feel like when Mad Men was on there's a few episodes uh, not filmed there, but set there, uh-huh. and then uh, I got to go there a few times, and it's actually a really nice hotel. Okay. Where is it? It's close to Grand Central. I think it's on mm. like forty, fortieth, okay, and Lexington. Hmm. But it's a good under the radar hotel that not that many people yeah. know about, and it's named after <laughs> Roosevelt.
2: <laughs> Which uh, one?
4: Uh, I don't know. That's
2: okay. are I think both. I think both. Are there, both. Um,
1: are there any historic Signi- things of significance in Sex and the City?
5: Hmm. Off the top of my head, I can't speak to that. Okay. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I could see there being none. Like, I could see it being right. like, oh, this is this is more like restaurants of the yeah. day. Other kind of than thing. Balzac. Yeah. Other than Balzac. Yeah, that is, of course, and yeah. Club Chaos. <laughs> yeah. and okay. the- Both of those were originally <laughs> crypts that they just kept going from the early
5: times. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think back and think about anything that charlotte lived in because if anyone lived or you know frequented something like that i feel like it would be her Mm.
4: yeah Yeah. are you who would you consider yourself
5: okay i've thought about this a lot awesome (laughs) we all have yeah Mm -hmm. um in i would consider myself to be charlotte but i've had friends that say you're samantha but not in like not in a sexual way, but mm-hmm. in a life way. Saying oh, okay. yes to everything and saying why not.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I got it. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah, based on I feel like your your uh, your blog has a very Charlotte vibe. Mm-hmm. You I know? would agree. Like the the kind of like preppy. Mm-hmm. Some like uh, there was a picture that I saw that was like um, almost like school. Like it looked like Harry Potter. You know, like a tennis the
5: tennis sweater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A
4: tennis <laughs> sweater and that's like great. stuff like that, which is which is cool. Very, very Charlotte. Yeah. What is? Uh, I'm also a tall person. Uh-huh. We've we've discussed this before. I'm six man. foot four. I'm uh-huh.
1: a tall man. Uh, what is one of the greatest tall person hacks?
5: Oh, shopping by inseam online.
1: Shopping by inseam. That's that's just a-
5: like go to your go to whatever <laughs> website and just. Mm.
1: Don't even know out, what that means, but I will learn anything. what that means. That's awesome. Yeah. See, my problem is most of my shirts are crop tops. Yeah. Like, cause like they don't make shirts uh, long enough for do, me. Though. They do
5: though. I just yeah. gotta find them. Yeah.
1: Huh? Like right now, I'm wearing a shirt from the cave in which I got married in. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And cave. if I stand up, cave. like my belly button for sure will hang out of this
4: shirt. Hmm. And <laughs> and you can't go to like a gift shop and get a tall person shirt. No. But you so. ha- did tell us you. You're asking, how can you find even shorter shirts? Because yes. you're like, I Got it. you can only see half my belly button. Yeah, I want the whole thing. The whole. Yeah. I want
1: the whole. Yeah. The whole. Yeah, the whole shebang. Um, um, so we are watching. Uh, season three. Season three. Mm-hmm. Episode 12. Mm-hmm. Don't ask. Don't tell. Ooh, very New York. Oh wow. It's a good oh, one. Oh no, that's, that's a good one. That's very very United. States Clinton military. Administration. Clinton. <laughs> what uh what uh, what's what's what any predictions of I what's happening? I got it mixed up with if you see something,
4: say something <laughs> and it's actually the complete opposite. It's like, hey, blow it up. I will tell anybody. <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh, that's great. Um that's what's rude. the question?
1: It was what, what do you think don't ask don't tell is going to be but, but now I can't stop like it's imagining just... Carrie running away from a backpack in the subway.
5: <laughs> in couldn't in help, her Manolo yeah. blonics. Yeah. Yeah. I could not
1: help but wonder. Was that going if to be a lot of a bags all... in the subway? Is it dangerous? <laughs> Prada
3: is probably not fancy enough for her. Um um yeah, I We're just so in it. I have no predictions. The only thing I could think is it's like, it's something about the affair where it's like, don't ask any questions, don't tell. Just be like, listen, if it's okay, I'm just not going to say anything. Mm. All right. That's my prediction. Let's get to it. Either that or they don't let her into the military because she doesn't want to lie about her sexual orientation. That's probably what what it is. is. (laughs) All
1: right. 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 We'll
3: be back.
0: Episode 42 Don't Ask, Don't Tell. Carrie struggles to find the right time to tell Aiden about her affair. Miranda tells a guy she's a stewardess in hopes of getting a date. Charlotte has her dream wedding and marries Trey McDougall, even after an attempted late-night tryst reveals Trey's serious shortcomings. Cunning linguist Samantha sleeps with Trey's Scottish cousin, despite being unable to understand him. And now back to the boys.
3: If you see something, say something. <laughs> don't ask, don't tell. Yeah. Don't ask,
4: don't tell. We are certainly on the coaster and I don't think we're going up anymore. I think we are midway down the hill.
3: I think we just went through the little you come down the hill we're in the part before you go around the little side corner.
4: Oh yeah, you know how I know we're at that point? Huh? Because there, that's when they take the picture. Yeah, yeah. And then we got the picture at the end of this episode. Oh, that's true. So that's how we know. And then we have to go through, and we have to buy those for like sixty dollars <laughs> at the end of this
3: ride. <laughs> yeah. Um. Do you ever see? Did you? Do you remember the part in Adam Sandler's new stand-up special where he talks about yeah the being guy. on a roller coaster with a yeah. guy? It's and So good. Amazing,
1: then, amazing special by the way. So good. Yeah, I was so hesitant so to watch good. it, and it is so good. Certified fresh? Certified fresh, yeah. Adam Sandler is certified on fresh Netflix? on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So funny. It's so, so, so it's good. Like the yeah. best attitude. Blew me away. Um, all right. So, this episode, Don't Ask, Don't Tell. Um, The through line was Is Honesty the Best Policy? Um, a couple different stories going on here. We have Miranda, who uh, is on a speed dating adventure, and she lies uh, and tells everyone that she's a stewardess so that she can get a date because being a Harvard graduated lawyer. Wasn't uh, interesting people. Um, Samantha. Samantha doesn't really have like too big of a storyline. She, she slept with uh, one of Trey's groomsmen who is a Scottish guy. McDougal. McDougal. I'd, Caleb, I'd Caleb. like to suck your bag pipe. There's just like a lot of. Caleb McD- What I liked about it is is she slept with him one time and they instantly had like a Han Solo Chewbacca relationship. <laughs> yeah. Where he would like <laughs> mumble something and she could instantly translate it. It's like, really? Um, uh, Charlotte. Well, hey, Charlotte was yeah. Charlotte was was probably the second biggest storyline. She uh, is getting married to Trey, and she decides to sleep with him for the first time, and discovers he can't
3: get it up. He must be taking finasteride <laughs> Ooh. for that hair Rpisha. loss. Yeah, that's no wait.
1: Uh, but he said he he said he can get the sail up. He just can't park it in the harbor, which. I didn't understand that. I think, think that means I think can... he doesn't know where the vagina is. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Got it.
5: There were a lot of metaphors in this episode. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. We'll, we'll get to the metaphors. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and then lastly, Carrie is still wrestling with uh, the Aiden situation. She's sneaking cigs at three in the morning. Man. She's struggling. She's finding flaws in wood. And eventually uh, on the day of her best friend's wedding, that she is a, Uh, the maid of honor and she tells her boyfriend that she loves that she's cheating on him and
4: uh that unfolds so that's kind of what happened i miss anything no you you covered it thank you i'll say this i'll start the conversation off here uh obviously very annoyed with carrie the past few episodes but a testament to sarah jessica parker's acting that yet that scene you're like kind of feeling bad for at least i was Mm -hmm. i was like the, the breakup the scene breakup with her scene? and Aiden, I was just yeah. like, I was like, oh man, that's so rough for her. And are I was you like, talking
1: about <clears throat> in her apartment when she broke up with no, him or no 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 after a- the
4: wedding? After the wedding. Okay. When he came back, I was just like, oh man, I was like, it's rough. Yeah. I don't, I, you know, she deserves it. I get it. But I was like, ah oh, if she wasn't such a good actor, you'd probably be like, ah, fuck you. you See, I,
1: I felt that. I was like, you're a selfish, you are the most selfish human being.
4: Yeah, yeah yeah, I still agree with that okay but the complexities of you know like you feel f- bad for a person yeah uh, you know what I mean it's like
3: yeah I think that yeah you're right that is a testament to her acting because that's being able to draw some sort of empathy when you're like ah yeah the idiot but still it's sad you know I struggle with empathy too though so yeah true <laughs> I feel like it, get into it.
5: uh, it's typical Carrie to make Charlotte's day about mm-hmm. Carrie
3: yes I thought about that too the yeah. the timing thing of her saying it right before then how and, dare she and and I Charlotte know. and Charlotte had kind of been like remember because when she, Charlotte was like I get a week and Miranda was like you get a day one day but then she was like I want my day which also I d- usually um, d- agree with
1: Miranda but Miranda's wrong a bride gets four or five days
5: i got a year and a half (laughs) coincidentally that's how long my engagement was yeah (laughs) there you
3: go
1: yeah you
4: you don't get just the day you get the the couple days leading up to it Mm -hmm. you get all that Mm -hmm. stuff i'll say also like people can rag on charlotte at times but i feel like she kind of advocated for she's like just honest with people she's like this is what i would want she wasn't a bridezilla she was just at times like guys can we not talk about this at like Vera Wang and it was it was sort of interesting there they love Charlotte but everyone has been sort of bad friends with her from the beginning like oh Mm -hmm. have your dumb fucking wedding I know it was like uh, yeah like that that scene also was kind of sad them all like fighting and stuff right Mm -hmm.
3: yeah was
1: that the first time we've really seen them like fight like samantha that's, stormed off
3: i mean i thought that
1: was
4: like a samantha charlotte friendship ender yeah it was totally. pretty mean too to say i just had you in here so
3: you weren't left out yeah she was like because mm-hmm. i felt bad for you yeah yeah
5: that's a weird reason to pick a bridesmaid totally
3: i mean i guess it's kind of like if you look in a friend group and you're like well i have to invite her because i'm mm-hmm. fighting the other ones but mm-hmm. it doesn't seem like that with them
5: yeah
4: I think I, I think that Charlotte said that out of a place of anger, <laughs> and I don't necessarily think that she thought that. My favorite line so far in the entire series, though, is, maybe he did jerk off. And I know. <laughs> that was so funny. With her dad standing right
1: there. That's what Lou pointed out, that... Mortifying. The, the moment Carrie leaves... <laughs> Charlotte's dad is like right there. They were just talking about Trey's boner problems. They were just
4: talking about him jerking off. And then they're like, let's walk down the aisle, honey. Ready to go, babe. Do you think that was like a, I mean, yeah, that's so weird that they wouldn't just have him
3: walk up or something unless they were trying to make it a bit of a gag, but it wasn't a gag. No, I think there's a lot of things like John was mentioning the the wedding she has no wedding planner and like it basically yeah. the only other people you see at this wedding you see like a wedding happening and then the four women right mm-hmm. there's no cuz even when they're at Vera Wang it wasn't like she had I don't even know if we saw anyone that worked at Vera Wang there right no. there was like yeah. The, yeah but even even if you don't have the budget for
1: a wedding planner I would assume you'd have like a friend like be the one who would like Stanley would have been like let me help you Organize some Stanford. of this. Stanford, yeah. sorry.
4: Stanford. <laughs> Stanford. I don't know why. Stanley we call, we call him Stanley. He's <laughs> a
1: Stanley Stanley steamer. <laughs>
3: well, you would think you also, got it mixed up.
4: You were thinking of Dwight Owens,
3: yes. who worked at Morgan Stanley.
4: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but but there would be someone that would help you walk down the aisle that would tell you when to where to go,
3: what to do. And yeah. Especially if you're just... signing a prenup that says you're worth a million dollars. Exactly. You could yeah. probably spring for a wedding planner.
5: I was wondering where Anthony Marantino was because we had him. Is that Mario episodes. Cantone? Yep. Yeah. Yes. Yep.
4: That's that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Like w- he was there with the his... dress stuff. Yeah. yeah. What's his job?
5: He is a wedding planner.
4: Oh. Okay. I I, I wonder if his schedule is just busy. He's like, <laughs> I can't shoot this. Sorry, guys. I... Yeah. No! <laughs> so he becomes a pretty big role, right?
5: Um, he, I guess he... it increases, okay. Especially into the movies. I think.
4: Okay. I he... wonder why. I
1: wonder what need they like the producers were feeling that. He, they needed someone like him to
4: fill. I mean, he was a pretty big, not a big name, but like he's a big personality. Was, yeah. What was his big thing? Was he on Will and Grace or something? No. Was he on some? He was on another show. Just shoot me we'll or? look it up.
5: No, not just shoot me. But,
4: but he, I mean, I feel like, Mar- I feel like by this point, if they had on like John Bon Jovi and people, I bet it was like Mario Cantone's agent was like, we need to get you on Sex and City. And yeah. They were like, oh my gosh. Like, we'd be glad to have you.
3: Right. Yeah. He's Interesting. great. Interesting.
4: Uh, I emailed his publicist and she emailed me back right away and he was gonna do our live show, but he couldn't. So we
3: should definitely try and get him. <laughs> yeah, he was on Chappelle Show. Oh. Hmm. But that I feel like he's gotta be it says numerous Man. appearances on Chappelle Show.
4: Mario Cantone was on my show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what have we got Dave Chappelle on this podcast? <laughs> Man, I don't know. I'm not an
3: Aiden guy. He <laughs> big ass head. I think Terry smoking is pretty cool, though. <laughs> Sometimes you just gotta have a cigarette, you know, man? Aiden just
4: needs to sprinkle some crack on her and run away.
5: What do you guys um think about the multi-dating? Do you think it's the bumble of, like, the year yeah. 2000? Oh, I think speed it's, dating? it's speed dating. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Does yeah. that,
3: does that still happen? I had a friend who uh, for Valentine's day, he was supposed to go to this like work thing that was called a speed dating event, oh. but they just used it for the name. It was just like a, it just had open bar and like, okay. pizza, but they were like, come to speed dating. But it was just because it's Valentine's day theme. I think <laughs> speed dating would be really fun. I, I think, do kind of think it would be, yeah, I think it would be fun if you go into it with the right mindset which is just like i'm just gonna talk to a bunch of people mm. and tell them i'm a stewardess well that guy went in dwight owens went in with the right mindset yeah <laughs> here's my resume i thought they
4: were gonna hit it off and it was kind of sad that they didn't because it was like cut straight to the chase but why would someone like him i don't buy that well he's having a go i'm welcome to, go. to have some pushback but i don't necessarily buy that a guy like that wouldn't be attracted to miranda like a harvard lawyer yeah yeah i do like but, a power couple thing?
5: I don't understand how anybody wouldn't be. Yeah, what's attracted uh, what's unattractive a about a
4: Harvard lawyer? Yeah. lawyer? Well, I I guess the message of this is like men aren't attracted to strong. Women. They want they strength. want like someone who's going to serve them drinks on an airplane. Yeah, is more attractive. But I, I don't. Maybe that's just a change. I'm sure there's plenty of guys out there like that. But in New York, I I feel like there's lots of um people that are a little more. Yeah. Comfort. I feel like I feel like this was them having Miranda have an opportunity to have this little discussion. And then but it, you know, it's not speaking on behalf of all guys.
3: No. But, but I think that I think that part of the me- yeah, I think the message is like oh, they'd all rather date like a stewardess or like some model or something like that and not a strong confident independent woman. Yeah. But I think you're right in reality And just the time of what it's like, we talk about people always say like they want to be a Miranda, but back then it was like, nobody wanted to be Miranda back then. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Man, uh, when I was growing up, like watching movies and TV, I thought speed dating would be a very, something that I would regularly do. It's Mm -hmm. on a lot of TV shows. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great,
3: it's like a great conceit to like start something
1: off. It was like, it was like when I was little and I was like, I'm going to have to regularly deal with volcanoes. Like I just thought (laughs) volcanoes would be a part of my adult life. Yeah. It was yeah. the same thing with speed dating, and I don't know anyone who's really done it or has done it regularly. I think, but it's in a lot of shows. It's in a lot of, I, it,
4: it, I guess it's just like a really yeah. humorous like bit to have. I, I mean, I think it'd be fun. I think, yeah. I think uh, getting through. I feel like dating when you're a little older, maybe it was more stress inducing. The younger I was, now I think it would be more fun to be like to go on dates and have fun and it's like the actually get to
5: power flip. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
4: It, but, but what's that that it, what is they that's say from that? the
5: pilot episode of Sex in the yeah,
4: City. It's one of um, the guy
5: hanging off of the wall, walk wall like wall climbing, or maybe he's the one pumping iron. Oh, he's yeah, like, yeah. It's the mid thirties power. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that
3: Rich Stein? No, it wasn't Rich Stein. <laughs> but well, it was Rich one of the Stein. that's we meet Capote in that in mm-hmm. that setup too, I think. I, um, I, I bet speed dating
1: I bet in like a time. year or two, speed dating will have a resurgence. I bet it already
4: has because there's People are going huge... to
1: get so sick of, of Bumble and Tinder and
4: Hinge and all that shit. They're going to want to like... I'll tell you what. The opening weeks of Tinder, because I was an early, early adopter, like because my roommate... It's Tinder opening week.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Swipe for free all weekend long.
4: Dude, you're a Tinder hipster, man. Oh, you, knew, yeah. you knew about Tinder before. It was cool. Oh, totally. Well, my roommate was like... He explained
3: it, and it was like... Jason Tinder? Jason. <laughs> Ted Tinder. Kevin, what if you could swipe women away or towards you? <laughs> I don't know, Jason. What do you get? There? <laughs>
4: so,
1: There's no way this um, is going
3: to be successful.
4: <laughs> bear, with you know bear with me. Hold you on. know what's better than a million women? A billion <laughs> women. <laughs> Jason, that's not correct. Um, But uh, my roommate told me about it, and it was like,
2: what the fuck?
4: And then... A week later, but that was when like a bunch of people were cool, easier to get dates. But then it's like anything. It's like Facebook. It goes public and then it's just the shittiest website of all Mm -hmm. time. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, So I wonder if there needs to be a study, but I wonder if there is a resurgence of things like that already. There has to be. How'd you and your husband meet?
5: We met through um, mutual friends. Actually, one of my um, roommates in school married. His best friend from undergrad mm-hmm. threw a fix up, oh. and then for their um, birthday brunch in 2011, mm-hmm. we both attended that and we met then. But we didn't start dating until about two two years, yeah. two months later. Okay. Mm-hmm.
4: Lou, that's what we call an analog relationship, a manual connection.
5: Yeah, well, <laughs>
4: no digital world needed.
5: Yeah, it's nice because when you meet through mutual friends, then you are it's like they've already checked them. Yeah. 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 You know, That's you know, more At that point, yeah. point. Yeah.
4: Well, there's, there's, um, in Aziz's book when he talks about modern romance, he mm-hmm. does, talks about tons of that stuff. But one of the things that I think is really true is since there are no connections, like, if you set me up on a date, John, with like one of your friends and I was just like, you want to go home? Like, mm. th- yeah. And you'd be like, what the what, fuck, what is wrong with dude? you? Right. Yeah. And, there is, um, and yeah, so once you're with mutual friends, there's so many of those people behave differently and are more responsible and don't ghost. Right. Yeah. I think ghosting is a thing that happened because.
3: Yeah. yeah. Cause there's no strings. There's like no connections. When you say yes.
1: ghosting, you mean like you set up a date on Tinder and then you. No, I mean you, turning
3: myself into a specter.
1: Oh, I thought, yeah. Like build, make, spin into, clay together. Yeah. And, and yeah, right.
4: yeah. I mean spirits. Anyone here believe in? <laughs> no, but like it's well, just you're dating saying, with a Ouija board.
3: It's, it's when what's you... your
1: name going to be? <laughs> when you set up a. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Tell me, spirit. Oh, it's Janet. That what? is my new girlfriend. <laughs> do you like Thai food? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, go
4: ahead. John.
5: Ghosting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can
3: we please do a thing where we do some sort
4: of speed dating with a Ouija? Hey guys, we're gonna do a speed Ouija. Is br- sponsored by the Brad Bradshaw Boys. <laughs> it's gonna be great. Hey, but listen, it's when you it's when find- you plan a date and you show up and they're not there.
5: Not necessarily. No. Be it Be like no, no, the no. date goes really well and you're like, oh, he's Go- gonna text oh, me tomorrow. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Never to hear from again. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Well, and there's
4: there's some the fade out. there's some stories of people <laughs> dating for like, thr- like you know, like six months, nine months, and then just like pff, gone. That's insane. Yeah. That's I, how the,
3: that's how the French president left his wife. Is it really <laughs> not? <I'm just> but <laughs> <laughs> that's the second last episode. I made another Nicholas Sarkozy joke, and you were like, Dude. is that true." I'm so we we roast Corey's, Sarkozy Corey's so hard. Deep up. Well, of Sarkozy, roasting every episode. Oh um,
1: man, let's talk about um, Caleb McDougal. Caleb McDougal.
4: What? What? Wh- where do you think that guy is really from? Okay, I'll say this in real life. Like, I, like he's not Scottish. No. I, well, I'll say this. He's from- Once it became a bit, I it was a, the first time he did it. I was like this they need to fire the casting director of sex in the city Mm -hmm. but once it became a bit it was funny but there are some people in scotland that are like that drunk dude oh my god Corey and i when i was in edinburgh Corey visited me and there was this one drunk dude that was like grabbing Corey. we have pictures and
3: like giving him a nogi and being like he also and he had some scars scars on his face (laughs) and then we found out like had he been in the military? Yeah. I think he'd been in the military, but then he was back, and they were like, oh, yeah, he's, he's back, and it's like, he just got married, and we were like, oh, no wait, when? He got married like three days earlier, and his <laughs> wife was just at home, and he was like out at two in the morning with all his friends, just getting crazy rowdy. Did you yeah. find out how much he can bench press? <laughs> I did not. <laughs> but it's, 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 a, it's a normal question. That's yeah, a
1: great question. It's a great to ask question. Bro.
3: I did that one time.
1: Um, where do you think you Where do you think that
3: like?
5: I don't know. I uh, New York? Because yeah, he's probably like, a, yeah,
3: probably like a New York based actor. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Oh, you mean, I, I was thinking the character, not the actual guy. I was okay. going to say, <laughs> that's the picture of all, the guy right now. You got to post it. You can post just that. This it's like a
4: hammered Scottish dude. And that's, then I look afraid beside and him. Yeah. I'm that terrified. Dude, he was just, he had an accent that was that level though. That was definitely like, he just got married a few days ago and he's just like, I didn't go cool on a honeymoon not even going to where's What's he from his name richie Coster. he's, he's from, london. from london london uh, we're looking on imdb uh, looks
1: different he, now lou what are your thoughts on kilts oh um, yeah i know something like, a- so i'm, I'm scottish um, i am really yeah i have um it's part of my my heritage uh my grandmother actually moved from scotland and i have a kilt and my wife thinks it's a uh, um, pretty attractive
5: uh
3: item of clothing
5: I think are you um, on board with that? Worth worth the risk.
3: Okay, worth yeah, the risk, mm-hmm. yeah. What, what do you think about like Scottish or kilt inspired fashion? And one of the reasons yes. I ask is like I've seen on your Instagram, there's some tartan. tartan? I will take or, that tartan. tartan. Yeah, okay.
5: mm-hmm. tartan. Yes, I've never met a tartan I didn't like. See, there, there you,
1: you go. go. That's a, that's a t-shirt right there. I will say my family's tartan is very very attractive. It's really? just like green with like some like. Like uh, red and orange stripes. It's really nice. It sounds pretty nice. The Duncan family.
5: I was going to ask that. Mm-hmm. I have a friend who has or er, the Anderson clan. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's Son of like, Anders. It's uh <laughs> like a, <laughs> it's a medium blue tartan. It's very okay. nice.
3: That actually sounds really nice.
5: Does your family have a crest?
3: We do. It's like a ship. It's okay. like a. Uh, it's like can I get it into the harbor?
1: <laughs> it's a ship with full sails, baby. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I have like the kilt. I have like the little, um, like, like button that goes on it. I don't know. It's I think it's a safety pin. Safety pin. Yeah. 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 I don't know. But I, uh, yeah, we, we got those when I went over to Scotland when I was younger. Do you you have the crotch pouch? I don't have the crotch. You know what I'm talking about? There's a little
3: thing they wear that it's like a little purse.
5: Because you need, since you, you don't have pockets in a kilt.
1: Yeah. I see people in Williamsburg just wearing those above their jeans. Fanny (laughs) packs? Yeah.
4: (laughs) Yeah. Um, what? Uh, I I want to ask, what should Trey have done in that situation? Which I feel situation? like uh, when the he, sleep together situation banged, okay. her,
5: banged her earlier. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, I just wonder. I feel like their main problem is not erectile dysfunction; it's mm. communication.
3: Well, it might. There's also something at least that's implied with like a over connection to his mother too.
4: So yeah. Be
5: tuned.
3: Oh. Man. Oh really? Oh, bunny.
5: Mm.
4: Oh boy. Oh, bunny. I'm ready for that. Oedipal storyline.
5: Yes.
3: Yeah. Ooh. Oh wow. Well, it,
5: it's yeah, not that as makes it's sense. not as illicit as yeah, I sure. just implied, but um, you'll see a scene where you're like Whoa.
1: Really? Yeah. It seems Whoa. like they're building up to that a We're, lot. We've already kind of seen it with the
3: it was like when the Charlotte discovered touch? like the hand touch yep. could control him. And, and then and, did mm. you notice what he said in his toast? He was like Already? Well, already uh, then? <laughs> he did say already then. But he said, like, mother, I told you I, I would become a we someday. Yeah. Mm. What, very, what's a we? It, like, instead of I, we, because he's with Charlotte now. Oh. There's something that's almost very kind of like psycho Norman Batesy about oh, it, too. Oh, totally. You know? Like, hello, mother. Totally. He's He definitely
4: has... Yeah, he definitely has... Like, when he was... If it was a different type of show, it would be so interesting. But when he leans over and he's just like, that's not the most important
3: thing. Yeah. Sex isn't the most... That's yeah. why
4: it, it was like, what? you're going to mm-hmm.
3: fucking stab her. It does. I guess it's, it makes sense that they never like went there. Cause sure. I was like, I want to say myself, but it is kind of crazy that you realize they never talked about so, it.
1: There was an like, episode, like a few, like, like when they were first meeting, when she finally was it that she like slept over at his place where she like comes and like opens <clears throat> the door and goes inside. Cause, cause he was constantly dropping her off at oh, the door. Right. Yeah. No, and I thought right. that was implied that they had sex that night. Do you, do you remember? what episode it I was? I remember what you're talking about.
4: Yeah, I, I, re, I, I want, remember.
5: There's an episode where he gets a hand job. I think. Oh, uh, maybe,
3: maybe that that's one. what I think it that was. was. The hand job one. Okay.
4: Yeah. Huh. Hmm. That's um. Yeah. Well, he did say in this too. He said something about it being intercourse. He said something yes. about intercourse. Like maybe that's not his thing. Maybe he just likes hand jobs, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. which are you know. Hey.
5: Um. Did you think that there was any symbolism behind how? On her bachelorette night, Charlotte's hair went from kind of sleek and done to we see her wavy and messy
4: Oh yeah, first time. Mm. Oh, yeah. I thought she was kind of like... I'm too dumb. I'm too dumb for that.
1: I need four symbolism, like flaws and wood, to to see them. (laughs) We got to talk about flaws and wood. It's like
5: giving... Kind of not giving up, but got the man. It's happening tomorrow. Mm -hmm.
4: Yeah. I... I didn't take it that I took it more in the, like she's finally like she finally has what she wants. She's finally like relaxing into what her new mm-hmm. life is going to be in a mm-hmm. good way. And then that's when it's just like pff, dead end <laughs> shit. I thought I mean, we all know I got a got a little thing for Charlotte. But, I, you know, I thought she was super cute. She was. She's so like you're so. I knew it was gonna happen, mm-hmm. kind of. Mm-hmm. So it made it more sad that you're just like, uh, everyone can see this train wreck coming, I guess. But train, you're sort of like train. Tra- right? tra- a train train T R E Y N N. <laughs> um, but uh But yeah, I I definitely see what you mean. I just feel bad for her because it was like I think it was more of a celebratory drunk uh, than like a yeah. um but well, yeah, but what she was
1: still the, was able to be like an innocent sheltered uh woman at her own bachelorette party which seemed a little strange. She was still like shying away from talking about sex yeah. and and you know, yeah. to spell they were
3: try- words instead of just say them. I guess they were trying to say that that like maybe got her to where she's like I'm going to go over there. Okay. Like, maybe. That we like saw the Yeah, the build up, yeah. the send off. What was the fact that you said that played at their wedding?
5: Um I believe the the Bagpipes play a Scottish funeral um, song.
3: A dirge. Maybe that was.
5: Dirge. Maybe that. Yes, was, that's the word.
1: Maybe that was uh, intentional.
5: It. W- I think it was. Oh, yeah.
1: Interesting. A funeral for his bono. I, w- bone I up. will say, <laughs> the music in this episode was really. It so felt weird. a lot more. Yeah. Strong choices than, than other
3: episodes we've seen. Yeah, well, that so the first music was during the wood scene. Right. It yeah.
4: Sounded like it sounded like Dave Matthews with an extra cheesy. Jeez, it was like half porn music, half
3: Dave Matthews. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds like when they go off on the little like the jazz trills and Dave Matthews. Like at the end of like some
4: easy of the feeling high, crazy that you. <laughs> what song
3: I, is that? I don't know. It's it's. I'll play. Listen, it's, I listened to ants marching last night. Just, <laughs> why? I know, because I was going. I was hosting this thing last night, and I was going to have a joke about ants marching, and so I listened to the song. And I, when I was growing up. I worked at this church camp and um, this guy would, he would do dramas, you know, dramas. He would like act, he would mime. Do things you know to, what drama to, is? You know, <laughs> dramas. They called him dramas. He would like mime things to music, but he did one to ants marching and he like gave this whole like talk about like what the song is about. And then he mimed this whole like thing to ants marches. So every time I hear ants marching now, I think about how he explained the song. The song is like (laughs) about this couple that's together. They don't ever talk about anything in their lives and they just kind of go and get older. And it's like, it's Ants March. You just, you're just just, going through life. Did you do that drama at the event last night? Yeah. I got down 34th. (laughs) Street. All right. This is,
4: this is the song that I thought. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Isn't that kind of the vibe? Yeah, it
1: is. You're right. It's a love seat, babe.
4: Baby! <laughs> I See thinking. this
1: right here? It's got a flaw in it. Dude,
4: you got a good <laughs> aid. Do it, do it, do it. Hold on, hold on. Ready to go, John.
1: You know, I build all that stuff. <laughs> and, and this flower right here, it it's a love seat. It's for
4: Charlotte. <laughs> right when you said love seat, he sang sitting. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Dude, say say that you
1: can't
3: surprise a man with a dog.
1: You can't surprise a man with a dog.
4: Dude, you did? fantastic. How did, how fantastic. did, how how did even you get them? an Aiden? I don't know. That's
1: amazing. I don't it know. It's really the vest. <laughs> we both have huge heads. It's just <laughs> the sound that
5: comes out of our ginormous heads. He wore a lot of vests in this episode.
1: He also wore one of the baggiest suits of all time. Dude, he oh looked gosh. like he was, was going to
4: an Al Capone <laughs> themed party.
5: Speaking <laughs> Speaking of outfits, um, what was your favorite male character outfit costume from the episode? 100%, and female.
4: 100% Aiden suit. Oh, yeah. yeah. So Aiden suit. Is oh, that yeah. looking look for some doll? Because
3: what are other choices? It would be the, the fake doctor or Trey's kilt. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it's got to be Aiden's, Aiden's had, Undertaker suit.
1: Yeah, he just looked amazing. He also, looked like he looked like he walked into
4: Nordstrom's the rack and was just like that one. <laughs> but sir, that's six sizes too big. I don't care. Put don't it care. on I Put don't it care. Put it on. Me. He need. Yeah, he definitely needed. He needed you. He needed a tall blogger that could yeah. just be yeah, like exactly. I don't know, buddy just like maybe. I got this for you. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Female. I don't remember any many of the female outfits.
3: I do. Okay. I, I, remember okay. I remember Carrie's ginormous hair. Yeah, Carrie's hair was really big in this one. Mm-hmm. Miranda, I remember one great Miranda outfit. It's just really her with a scarf around her neck and a bra. <laughs> but it like, but there was a thing where it was. Oh yeah, yeah. But that looks, it, looks like she looked like a, yeah, uh, a stewardess. Yeah, it like made her like a fun stewardess. Flight attendant. Flight attendant. Oh, they there, say stewardess on the show. Yeah.
5: There was the polka dotted purple and lime green halter top that Samantha wore during the bar scene. Okay. Mm. Oh. Um, the white sleeveless beaded top with the red pants that Charlotte wore for her booty call.
4: Okay. Oh uh, yeah. Charlotte, yeah. Oh and the, her and her and her messed up hair. Yeah. Ooh. The
5: um gray dress that Charlotte was wearing in Vera Wang.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was it looked like an apron. Yeah. Yeah, it's a very minimal dress. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
5: And Charlotte's wedding gown. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: So it was a
4: $15,000 wedding gown.
5: $14,000. $14,000. Farrowang. Farrowang. <laughs> Which, how, how much do you think that wedding cost?
1: A we- I mean, a wedding in New York—you could spend
4: a hundred grand, no problem.
5: Yeah,
1: like like no problem.
4: Yeah, I mean that
1: Even venue, for like a no
4: frills one like that. I yeah, guess. Mm-hmm. that venue was would cost a few thousand. Bucks. Did you find what the church was?
3: No, I'll look it up now.
5: And can we talk about how it was a Sunday wedding?
3: Yeah, that's yeah. weird. Which so that means they had to bump church.
0: Rude. Church. Yeah. Rude. I mean, bonk, bonk. yeah, maybe did
5: it.
1: I take it back. It's not weird to have a Sunday wedding. Sometimes you have to have Sunday weddings because that's just what you have to do. Mm-hmm. But if you have as much money as the McDougals have,
5: mm-hmm.
1: usually yeah. you get the venue that yeah. you want. You get the time and and day that you want. <laughs>
5: And I understand that in some religions, the Sunday wedding is the tradition, but we know that Charlotte is an Episcopalian princess, Mm -hmm. so it doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. And so she
4: was at an Episcopal church. Was it really? It's on 88th Street. It's called Church of the Holy Trinity. Oh, perfect. 88th and what? Uh, West side. 88th, Pretty far on the East side, Upper East Side. Um, It's on 88th and 1st. Scott, um, on Google, this church has 4.9 damn. out of five. That must be it's a, a good rating. Good church. Good, church. Um, <laughs> good people and serve good food. <laughs> the pastor at this Episcopal church is incredible. His name is John Bedingfeld. <laughs> I, I, I'm I going to switch gears here a little bit and say I think my favorite
1: thing in the whole episode was the, the real job that um, the fake
3: doctor had. <laughs> Oh, that he was associate manager at the foot. Assistant uh, manager, Athlete's, Athlete's Foot. foot Athlete's is at Athlete's Madison. Foot still around? I don't think so. But what what a great name for a place that's just named after a fungus. <laughs> you be like, where do you work, Athlete's Foot? Yeah. That's, I, I wonder if it's still around because that was like a big... Um,
4: that was I'm, the, uh, I'm the head baker at Yeast Infection. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs>
1: uh,
2: oh man.
4: I'm the head jeweler at Ringworm. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, I didn't know that
3: yeast Miranda infection. was. They're all 34, right? Is that the deal?
5: No. 34 Samantha's
3: to 36. Is she 36 or 37? I think she's
5: like. Older,
3: okay. Yeah. It's oh, really, yeah. Because in there, an episode where she said that she was like, "I've been lying to you guys about my age."
5: Yeah, I can. I know that um, when the movie came out, she they she celebrate their, <laughs> they celebrate her fiftieth birthday, and that was in two thousand eight. So this was in 2000.
1: 2000. Oh. So she'd be 42. So 42 yeah. That's great reverse engineering right there.
5: Yeah, you're
4: welcome. Grad school. <laughs> <laughs> Two masters. Um, you, you mentioned, sorry, Kevin, you got something. I some. just want to say one of my favorite moments in the entire series was super subtle. I don't know if you recognized it, but you know how Samantha can go a little, like, it's a little too much sometimes, her, like, yeah, yeah. sexual yeah. references. I feel like the first time they referenced that, she said, you know, like, when I when I say I do PR, it means I give great head. And then Aiden's just like, what? You kind of just sat back like, was like, huh. what the fuck are you talking about?
1: Which I really loved that we had, it almost felt like this episode we had two chat and chows. Yeah. Because we had the re- rehearsal dinner, which yeah. was everyone minus Charlotte, of course. And then we had the bachelorette party which was, you know, all the ladies. So yeah, it was true. really great having Aiden in the chat and chow to give some like appropriate yeah. response to can what you give a, other. Can you give an Aiden
3: response to what you'd say? Hey. I, I give PR. That means that I give great head. Gary
1: didn't
4: did uh did Samantha just say that she gives good head? What I don't know. What does it have to do with public public relations? <laughs> <laughs> More like pubic relations. Oh
1: okay. Um. Uh, so um, we brought up a couple times. <laughs> uh. Uh. You brought up Lou the Carrie's massive bun on the her bag- so the bagel the, the bagel, bagel hair yeah. yeah the Brooklyn bagel yeah bopper
5: I think she just has a lot of hair too, yeah. which I'm I'm a little jealous of because mine is fine fine hair can mm-hmm. mm-hmm. hold it in a like just you know
4: I'm a little jealous as well <laughs>
5: <laughs> but there's there's a lot of big hair in this episode yeah, yeah there is. and at the very end the freeze frame we get. Carrie's it's, bun blocks Miranda's
1: <laughs> face, and Carrie's also like turning.
3: It, yeah. it was a really weird. I think they could have done a better freeze frame. That was a weird freeze frame, and you're right. That really does make it about Carrie it's and not about, about Charlotte.
1: Carrie. And man, if if Carrie was really crying, is like she would be crying really hard over Aiden.
3: She would look pretty bad in those she
1: pictures. She would
5: ruin the photo. She, like, she, her wondered,
1: makeup would have been running everywhere. Mm-hmm. She just like took her pinky Red and eyes. was like, "I'm ready just, to go." I
3: wonder if she did the thing though that. You see in shows all the time where she's like, I'm going to stuff all these emotions. Yeah. And then like after the, after the picture, she's like, I'm going to have a cigarette and it just loses it everywhere. John, I have a question for you. Yeah. just Because I know the discussions we've had about Carrie and stuff. Yeah. What is your take on her telling Aiden... At all, and then also in the timing of which it happened.
4: I was just going to say, is she, honesty the best
3: policy? We got
4: to have that discussion. Absolutely,
3: Absolutely You, ha- you not have to.
1: You have scared. to. T- <laughs> you have to tell Aiden what you did because if not, the relationship is doomed anyway. It's sure. just going to eat her. I mean, she was already like like sneaking out at three, having cigs, like yeah. unable to be held by him, telling him that his little love noises were annoying. Mm-hmm. So she had to tell him about what she did. But she did. That was such a selfish time to do it. Yeah, mm-hmm. she'd been hiding it for so long. Why did you have to do it the day of your best friend's wedding? Uh,
3: half an hour before.
1: Yeah, like yeah. you have to be your best version for your friend if you're going to agree to be a, a a bridesmaid or a maid of honor, and to like absolutely, you know, have do something that could potentially ruin a part of the wedding. Mm-hmm. Extremely selfish, but I guess it's TV. Yeah, but I, I, I agree with
2: you.
4: I is is there right. an argument to be made for not telling him? I feel like there's, I, I feel so. like that's way more prevalent over the past the past few years. I've heard way
3: more people take that stance of just being like, it's more selfish to tell the person. And the people yes. that take that stance is AshleyMadison.com. <laughs> <laughs> Have your affair and don't tell anyone. Yeah.
5: Later on in the movies, somebody cheats on somebody. Mm-hmm. And the somebody that was cheated on... In the second movie, that happened in the first movie. In okay. the second movie, the person who was cheated on was like, would I want XYZ to tell me? I don't know. It just weighed too much on me. Like yeah. that sort of, uh, yeah. So are you relaying the 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 weight of hmm. feeling cheated on when you're
3: I confessing I, to it? I think definitely. I think that a lot of times you do... Think you anything you do, you're kind of doing for yourself. Mm-hmm. But I think in a committed relationship, like I think that's I'm, such an an ass backwards way of looking at it. Like mm-hmm. the thing that was
1: selfish was her cheating. Yes. Yes. Not no, telling no. No.
3: Aiden, I, I, what I'm saying is, I guess I was saying that like in the in a discussion of ethics, like nothing is ever completely altruistic. Like you're yeah. always getting something from it. But, so I think like, yeah, you're relieving a little bit of your I, own pain. I love that. I love that Corey character. Profe- yeah.
1: Professor Corey. In the
3: discussion of ethics. I know. There's there is- nothing that is ever purely altruistic. <laughs> that's, that reminds me of one of my favorite Zach Galifianakis bits where he, he's like going to do some characters and he goes, this one's called the pretentious illiterate. <laughs> um, excuse me. I can't read.
4: <laughs> that's
3: um, Professor Corey. We'll have to no, bring him back.
4: But I do, I do think that, <laughs> I do think it's like you already, you already did the selfish thing, and then after it's like, is it selfish for me to just tell him? And it's
3: like, well, no, you already did yeah, the selfish it's, thing. It's it's yeah. So totally. that is you've you know, already messed it all up, and you got to come clean. Yeah, I I just think the timing was the worst. Oh yeah, ever. the timing
4: was bad, and also. You know, she just spent a lot of time uh, debating something that doesn't seem that debatable. Yeah. Because I guess you need to know, like, unless the other person was like, you should have just never told me. But I feel like that is maybe more when you're into 20 years into a marriage and have three kids and you have like, you're you like blow your life up. And the person's like, you should have just never told me this was for you. Mm. And then they like are live together, sad for the rest of their lives, more than when you're exploring whether you're dating someone and want to be with them forever. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know if there's anyone who's who's married. <laughs> anyone who's married has three kids
3: and having an affair. But hey, don't tell. Um, no, do tell them. Come on.
1: We uh, we need to. uh, This is a Sex and the City podcast, of course, but we do have a podcast within a podcast called Steve Talk. <laughs> Uh, And it's very important that we um, even though Steve has not been a part of uh, the show in
4: a while, we still need to honor him. Mm -hmm. And uh, of course, have why don't we do our episode of Steve Talk? Why don't we do uh, maybe it's that your your guys Cosmo rating? Maybe we do our Cosmo ratings in a Steve Talk? Um, Because. no, let's
3: do Steve a Talk. Bit. I think Steve, Steve Talk, Talk stands
4: on its own. Steve Talk is a podcast within a podcast. All right. And I know you really like No, I love Steve Talk. I just think maybe we, you you guys need to do a better job planning it so we don't we'll just sit here. Well, I was trying to, I was Steve trying to, to say start.
1: it so we could we can pull up the the file but, oh, I, know. but I noted. Thank you.
4: <laughs> it's a favorite time. <laughs> is it our favorite
3: time? It's a favorite It's our favorite guy. guy. <laughs> so maybe. It's Steve
1: Miranda. All right. In this episode, thank you for joining us, Lou, for Steve Talk. (laughs) Thank you,
3: Lou. For in this
1: episode of Steve Talk, Carrie is going to go to Steve's wood shop and see the nice piece of furniture that Steve made for Charlotte. Lou,
4: are you ready to play Carrie?
5: No. Okay. 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 Yeah. Sure.
4: (laughs) All right. You'll be playing Carrie, and Steve will be played by. Professor Corey Cavin
3: <laughs> Oh, why, thank you. It's, uh, I've been studying the dramatic arts a lot recently, so I'm excited <laughs> about this role. A
4: lot of master's
3: And in and acting, they say degrees. nothing is truly altruistic. Nothing is truly altruistic. <laughs> also, when we're acting, are we really just being the best version of ourselves? <laughs> it's Professor Cavin okay. All right. Here we are.
5: Okay, walking in.
3: Oh, hey, de uh, Cary, thanks for coming to my workshop. Uh, I want you to look at this thing I've been working on. It's, uh, it's a whole... Uh, a whole wood tableau of New York City there's Ed Koch there's, this is my favorite piece this is Patrick Ewing doing a nasty dunk over Julius Irving they're kind of different eras but you know
5: how How are you? I'm good Um, and is this Charlotte's gift for the wedding tomorrow?
3: I, you know I started working on a gift for Charlotte and then I just got a little carried away all I think about is basketball in New York <laughs> Hey, hey, Steve. What's up, man? Oh, hey, Aiden. Hey, how are you, man? Hey, dude. You
1: you need to get the fuck out of my shop, man. Oh, uh, I. Uh, no, no. What are you doing in here? <laughs> Do you have
4: nowhere to sleep.
1: I don't have anywhere <laughs> to sleep. I, I started dating that one girl, but I can't live with her anymore. I left my dog there. I'm sorry about that French toast, but you need to get out.
5: Can we go back to this tableau? I'm kind of concerned about all the different types of wood happening here.
3: Oh, yeah. Well, you know about multiple types of wood, right? Check out this realistic picture of Russ and Daughters I carved. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bagel. It's some shit. It's a some locks. These little capers were very hard, Aiden. Uh-oh. Thanks for joining us. That's Steve Talk.
4: <laughs> I used a lathe. And then Schmoo comes in and says, Oh, my gosh, a bagel. You on the shivels? Yeah. Charlotte's getting married?
1: <laughs> that was amazing.
5: I, I don't relate to Carrie at all. But that's what I learned. Yeah. <laughs> you don't. There you, yeah. Go. There you yeah. go. Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. It, it would be very hard to play Carrie, I think. Yeah. I like that. that, that, that we... is, which gives testament to what you were saying that she does, Sarah Jessica Parker does such a great job because Carrie, especially in these last episodes, is so yeah, crappy of a person. Yeah. And yeah. you do. Feel for her. She brings some real Mm -hmm. likability. I I I now know what you're
4: saying. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it is that time. Mm. This time is brought to you by Absolute Elix. And ladies and gentlemen, get your Cosmo ratings ready. Drink Absolute Elix. You can make a good cocktail with it. Last time we had, what did we have last time? We had a crazy little thing called love. This time we're not drinking because it's 11 a.m. But
3: you you could do a uh, a Bloody Mary. You could do a Bellini. Mm. Do a little
4: Bellini with that. Um, Yeah, maybe uh, maybe we'll make Bloody Marys after this That's episode's that. done.
3: I think that would be. We you know the secret to a good Bloody Mary: horseradish, absolute elix, absolute elix. Also, pickle brine mm. and puts yum. a pickle brine in there. A one steak sauce. Really? Yeah, that makes sense. All, All right, steak sauce is delicious. Yeah.
4: Do you guys have your ratings? Um. Mm, yeah. Yes. Four. Three. three two, two. One. one.
1: 4.0. 4.
5: 4. 4. 4. Whoa. Okay.
1: What'd you say? I said 4.75. Whoa. Nice. Awesome. What'd you say? 4.25. I said 4.0. Say- I said 4.0. Twins. Um, mine was a 4.0. I re- I actually really liked the episode, and I always say this. I should have gone a little bit higher. Um, I think the Samantha storyline was pretty, like, there wasn't really much there. And um, the Miranda- oh, there
4: was more there than you think, baby.
1: No. <laughs> the Miranda storyline was very predictable. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. really bad. You, at, you, I'm really bad at predicting stuff in movies. Out. I get M Night Shyamalan all the time, but even someone as stupid as me was able to predict it, which means I don't think it was written really well. Um, I I love I love the that we're actually start seeing some like Charlotte problems that are real and not just a single episode. And um, Carrie just really bugged me this episode. Uh, but it's, it was, it's good. Like things are moving with her and and Aiden and that drama. And so, um, the fact that she was like holding, um, the, the lie from him for the last couple episodes was starting to get a little stale. So I'm glad that it's finally out so we can work through it. Mm -hmm. Corey, uh,
3: I gave it a 4.0. I kind of wondered if I should have gone higher, but I feel like I kind of got this one like right in there. I, I, I tend to always go lower. And this one was really good, but it also felt like some big things happen. Like, Mm -hmm. as we were watching, I was like, Charlotte's getting married. That's huge. And like a wedding episode of an ensemble show is always really big. So, um, I mean, it's also like, you know how the news cycle is today in America, where every day you're just like, oh my gosh, there's all this. Well, and there's just like things happening all the time. I feel like now in Sex and the City, it's like, yeah, like six big moments happen this episode. So, um, thought it was good. Felt for Carrie. Felt for Aiden. Felt bad for him. Uh, mostly that he can only wear that suit like once a week. Um, a week. so yeah, I'll give it a 4.0. You think 0. that's
1: how he goes like sales presentations for his chairs
3: in that suit? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Are you here? Are you going to murder us? Are you in a mob? I'm here to sell you
4: furniture. <laughs> hey girl. Hey, I'm just here to to audition for guys and dolls. (laughs) Um,
3: When you see a chair,
4: when you see a chair, and it's made of wood, (laughs) Um, flawed wood. (laughs) Sometimes the flaws are the best (laughs) part. Sanding. <laughs> that's from great sanding <laughs> sanding. Aiden, how do you get to this with sanding oh sanding <laughs> oh okay so um i gave it a 4.25 and um i just thought it was a great episode yeah it was predictable but at least like we're hitting some major points we're so far from where we used to be when it was just like one episode, little goofy guy things Mm -hmm. like, Oh, this guy does this. We still had that a little bit, but you know, great story point. I feel like that was pretty iconic moment. Him saying that was unfortunate. Yeah. Um, (laughs) <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and so I felt like we were in the we were in the weeds with all the good storylines, and I thought it was well executed and a lot of great acting. I thought Kristen Davis being drunk was super good acting. Yeah, it was. very realistic. Acting very hard. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Carrie's acting was great. Aiden was really great. And their little softcore porn scene was like cheesy, but also I feel like it super raised the stakes for that last scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So four point two five.
5: I gave it a four point seven five. Mm-hmm. here's why I feel like we were on that roller coaster with big and we just finally get relief now that yeah. she's told Aiden yeah. and onto the next on to the next story for Carrie. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe we'll see next week. Yeah. I, <laughs>
2: um,
3: oh.
5: I really liked Miranda's storyline and I'm s- like, I think it's good that they explored that as, you know, uh accomplished attorney. Mm-hmm. Um and Charlotte got married. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> like yeah. an extra yeah. this should be a five point seven five. Yeah. I took off mm. the point two five for Carrie's hair. <laughs> 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 That's really funny. Mm.
4: That yeah. bun oh, was that, too big. That bun. Um <laughs>
1: Is that, yeah. a, is, that, is that a Seinfeld episode?
4: <laughs> that bun is too big. What's the deal with that bagel bun? What's the deal with those buns? <laughs> uh, yeah, you are right that it's like, I I think just because we see her walking into a disaster, yeah. I feel like it's it's hard to be like, oh, it was a wedding episode, yeah, because it was. But it's true. It's like it's this is everything she wanted. A yeah,
5: momentous yeah. occasion. Yeah, yeah. It's a fourteen thousand dollar dress. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
4: that's just the dress. Maybe he did jerk off yeah maybe maybe know. he jerked off maybe, maybe. <laughs>
1: um where can we find you on social media
5: um you can find me at Intervention. that's at l-u-c-i-n-d-e-r-v-e-n-t-i-o-n yeah on twitter instagram facebook tumblr pinterest www.lucindervention.com awesome mm-hmm. all the places everywhere and when, when you were
1: spelling it out i was like i wonder if she's gonna misspell it but then i was, was wondering too it was your website and i was thinking like it wasn't Corey who was l- spelling it like if you were spelling it you would have been more li- like never mind what do you mean I'll t- you know like i was like i was anxious about it but
3: of course she's not oh. going to misspell it it's her no thing. i know what you're saying i think that's like the first was,
5: time i've ever spelled it out loud that's fine
3: yeah. it's funny sometimes when i do that like if i'm like if you're if you're spelling a word or if you're speaking in front of people, do you ever get that feeling in your mind where you're like, oh gosh, I'm on a roller coaster. I gotta finish this word. I can't yeah. screw up in front of these people. That's that, every moment doing a <laughs> podcast for me.
5: <laughs> that and I use a lot of numbers for budgets mm-hmm. in my uh, eight to five, more like mm-hmm. seven to eight. Mm-hmm. And um, so someone will be like, how much was the? I don't know the concrete for the for whatever mm-hmm. whatever yeah. what have you, and then it'll be like. $140,000 and I always I'm terrified of fucking that up yeah, yeah. that's so funny well
1: the end <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for being here this was thanks awesome y'all for much. having thank me for, thank you for coming in The Bradshaw Boys stars Corey Cavan John Sieber and Kevin James Doyle the show is produced by Jeremy L. Balin for more information on the guys check out their website at BradshawBoys.com on social media at The Bradshaw
2: Boys and if you see them in the street tip your glass